One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, 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 Taylor. Whoa, hi. <laughs> Hello, Mel. Annie. I've got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you get when you try to cross a snappy dog with a computer hard drive? What? A lot of bites. Bites. <sighs> yep. <laughs> yep. Walk, walk, hello. Walk, walk, hello. I really like that one. I have I'm to rephrase it. over the death of our opening segment. <laughs> I wow Welcome back to the Flu from Popper podcast. Thanks Here for we are in. again. I have Mel with me today. That's me and Mel. And I have with me today, Taylor. Drinking tea. Drinking tea like a fancy lady. Last podcast, I was eating a lot of dinner. Now, just drinking some tea. I'm taking it down a notch got some complaints about that one uh so we're just gonna just gonna have some not true no one complained (laughs) (laughs) or did they or did they (laughs) (laughs) this is our last episode guys sorry about that (laughs) no i'm just kidding kidding, kidding. well because of the steak episode the steak Steak and chips episode (laughs) it's good in my opinion that's the best kind of episode to have all right i have a story oh is it spoopy yeah we're on spoopy part four from the de- oh, I was just gonna go. Do you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay, it's called a Doberman with a message. Here we go. Yep. From the day Trace first got her Doberman blade, she knew that one day she would lose him to death. Wow. Jeez. Bloody, get us going with a with a <laughs> spirited opener. All right. <sighs> After all, people hardly ever outlive their dogs. Also a terrible thought. Good. Mm. She also knew that when a dog no longer enjoys a good quality of life. Ugh. Mm. It's best to to take care of them gently rather than let them suffer. Oh, what? This is what the story says. And I have paraphrased because it's kind of harsh. Oh, golly. It's just saying rather than making your dog suffer and in pain just so you can keep them, it's sometimes better to hand them to the vet and and let that happen. Oh, okay, sure. Wow, this one's rough. Yep. And I paraphrased. So Trace planned ahead for the inevitable sad day. She had always intended when the time came to have Blade's remains cremated and to keep the ashes in her home. Okay. Better than taxidermy. Let's say that. Yeah, I'll accept that. When Blade developed heart failure and the prognosis was indicative, love that word. Indicative. Indicative of a severely reduced quality of life, Trace put him to sleep and arranged for cremation. Okay. She expected to have his ashes returned and was told that she should have them in about a week. Sure. Three weeks later, the ashes had not been returned. Mm. Now, in a situation like this, uh, I, I don't know, this is the person that wrote this article, would be absolutely beside myself, but Trace took a more pragmatic view, reasoning that since she knew the cremation had taken place, it wasn't the end of the world if she didn't get the ashes. Blade's spirit had still been freed. Okay, That's sure. Lovely. lovely. Trace thought about Blade constantly, as you might imagine, and often cast her mind back to the day of the um, 
the day she lost her friend. Okay. She recalled explaining to Blade that she had decided that he shouldn't have to suffer and that she was going to make a decision for both of them that would ease his pain. She told him that once his soul had passed, she would have his body cremated and keep the ashes with her forever. She also asked him to visit her and let her know that he was all right. Mm, Weird. Okay. Yep. Yep, This one's a bit creepier than the rest. It is, isn't it? Then one night, Trace. Also, what kind of name is Trace? Sorry, Trace. Maybe it's Tracy, but like, but she's it's cool. definitely spelt Trace. Then one night, Trace woke suddenly. <laughs> she knew she hadn't been dreaming, since she always recalls her dreams immediately upon wakening. Wow, that's a skill. I do not. Yeah, that is really impressive. Mine I mostly have a fade away. My well, friend Yo. I get them at like two o'clock. Oh yeah, I know Yo. Was yeah, that? Yo. Every time I see her, has a new dream to tell me about. Freaky. And I'm like, well, how do you retain I these dreams? Sometimes I'll get like a little inkling. At like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Like after I've woken up at 2 p.m. I'll be like, oh, I just remembered. I had a dream about Shmeh. Yep. I had a dream the other night that my friend Yanni, do you know my friend Yanni? No, I don't think so. He lived in New York. Ah. Um, he does live in New York. Yep. That he he did wouldn't go to the formal with me. So I told him and he was like, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) He also loves dogs. Shouts out Yanni if you're listening. Um can't remember my point. She always remembered her dreams immediately. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> she hadn't been dreaming at all, never mind dreaming about Blade, but she'd suddenly been awakened by a bark. And no, it wasn't a bark. dog outside her house. It was Blade. Blade, Blade. She knew it was because he had a very distinctive bark that he always used when he wanted her attention. Bork. Trace woke her husband. What? Where did the husband come from? Oh, he's here She's now. just been all about Trace and then buddy, <laughs> the husband pops up. Hello. And asked him if he'd heard anything. He muttered something about poltergeists and then rolled over and went back to sleep. <laughs> That's a really specific word. Trace, if you're done with your husband, I'll take him on a <laughs> Trace lay awake thinking about what she'd heard. In the morning, the animal hospital called. Blade's ashes were ready to be picked up. Trace uh-huh. believes that Blade wanted her to know that he was fine, as she had asked him to do, and that she would be able to fulfill her promise to him. Trace has not heard from Blade since, but she's okay with that. She believes that wherever Blade is, he's happy. And again, isn't that all that matters? Ooh, this one is a bit spooky. Spoopy. Yeah, that one was like good spook. E, you know, when it's got the spook, but it's also got the E. Almost all of these happen around sleep. And I was going to, I mean, I'm making a comment about it now. But like, is there any other way to get in touch with your lost pets besides sleep? I guess I can't just like call up on the phone and be like bork bork. But why why not? Why not? If there are any ghost dogs I listening mean- to this, <laughs> here's some ideas. Shouts out. Try a telephone. Try a ghost poop on the front doorstep. Yeah, no thanks. It would be a ghost poop, so it'd be fine. Mm-mm. Only you would be able on to Mel's see it. front step. Don't do it on mine. Oh, jokes on you. We live in the same house. Is that a weird thing to bring up all the time on a podcast? I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like, I feel like only if we gave away where we live. Don't don't at us, you know. No, yeah. please at us, but don't come at us, you know. <laughs> that was anyway, very apt. Got a breed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do, and I don't even have a segue. I'm just too excited to talk about this breed, which I can't believe we haven't talked about before. You know what breed I have? What? The breed I have. Beagle. I actually do, but uh, okay, yeah. It's, it's the beagle. The, it's you the knew beagle. it was. I did. But, um, but hey, listen. You asked me and I pretended not to for the effect. Wow, you an actor? Not anymore. Gave it up. <laughs> now a sip tea. Uh, and spill it. Actually, I am still, I guess, technically. Anyway, I'm talking about the beagle. 
<laughs> which if you are at all familiar with the foxhound over the beagle, I'm not sure why you would be, but if you are, it's like a small foxhound. It's uh, cute, all right? That's all you need to know. It's real cute. Get off it's my back. Sturdy little hound also, dog. Also, it sounds like bagel, so where can you go wrong? Bagel. Uh, no, I said beagle. My friend has a beagle and its name is Smeagol. Brilliant. Like Lord of the Rings. Like Schmeagle? No, like Lord of the Rings. Like Schmeagle? That's a thing, isn't it, Zane? Yep, yes. it's a thing. Sorry, I, don't, I actually don't <laughs> Lord of the Rings, but I was just double checking. Um, super cute name. Uh, they're these like squarely built... Uh, Kind no, of like they're cute. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, square, okay. squarely built, but like a domed head with giant floppy ears. And let me tell you. They're just heckin' cute, right? Beagles have, you've said that like three times and I agree with my entire heart. Okay. I love that. I'll stop saying them. No, I love you. And you may continue. You um, they. Do you know what? Beagle is one of the first dogs I think of when I think of like a classic American family dog. Oh, yeah. Beagle. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a beagle. Like if you think, if you're picturing like picture perfect house family, they probably have a beagle. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. I see that. Um, they've got like this domed head, slightly domed head, square muzzle. Um, they're like kind of medium dogs yeah i wouldn't say small no but they're not they're not stocky either so they don't really they don't they're not look super big yeah um the i love these written descriptions of beagles their feet are round and firm i thought you're gonna say and fur and fur, <laughs> and fur. Also fur. <laughs> the tail is set moderately high and never curled over the back the coat, oh, the coat is of medium length. This is this is one I find appropriate to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coat is of medium length, um, close, hard, sleek, and easy to care for. So that's, that's just good. Short hair. Well, again, American family. They're kind of lazy, you know. They just want a dog that's easy <laughs> to care for. I'm American. I can say it, it's fine. Sure, I'm not, but I am. So you're like an honorary. American. I like to think so, you know. Hmm. Uh, any hound type of coloring. Any hound type. A hound type of coloring. That's such a weird sentence. Anyway, that was a weird sentence. They have colors like other hounds. So lemon, tricolor, black and tan, red and white, orange and white, or lemon and white. Blue. Lemon and white. That's what's up, y'all. Blue tick and red tick. I actually don't know I what don't that know is. what that means. Uh, let me just do a quick Google search of what blue tick beagle coat is. Blue tick beagle coat. We're going to Google it. Blue tick beagle coat. We're Googling it now. <laughs> this is when everyone's uh, pausing and going on to their regular crime uh, Oh, podcast. okay. I've never seen a beagle like this in real life, but it is kind of like the, the speckled coat. Like Sorry, I also wasn't coat. Googling it, so now I'm just Googling it. No, it's okay. It's like a speckly oh, coat. You see it a lot on like yeah, cattle like, dogs. And greyhounds. And, like Bunny, uh, the greyhound has a speckly coat. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's called tick, I guess, you because know it looks that. like little ticks. Not like the bug, but like if you were to tick a bit on a paper. That's cute. Oh, that one looks sleepy. Um, okay. <laughs> that's cute. So. They just look dirty. How rude. <laughs> yeah, they just look like they've been getting into some fun times, you they know. They look cute as heck. You cute um, as heck. Oh, got All right, keep going. The first beagles day back to the 1500s. English hunters would take packs of these dogs out on the hunt, tracking rabbits, hare, pheasant, quail and other small animals the breed probably originated as a cross between the harrier and other types of english hounds the dogs have since become one of the most popular breeds in the usa hey hey knew it called it <laughs> the breed can hunt alone in pairs or in packs the name beagle i didn't know they were hunters really mm, i so, would not i thought i just think of them as like lap dogs almost no way not like, not like lap dogs not like fluffy ones but like 
I just think of them as like hang out around the house. Pets. No way. The main, the main thing I know about beagles is because I had a book as a child that was just dog breeds and that's what I would read as I a was child. Like, you had a book as a child. I was like, did you mean dog? You had a dog <laughs> as a child? No, no. no you had I a had book. a dog breed book. Yeah. Um, and they always warn you if you're getting a, a beagle to have like secure fencing. Right. Um, because they get big king. wanderers. Yeah. yeah. Such good hunters that they will follow their nose to the ends of the earth to find whatever it is they're tracking. Yeah, they go. Um. Yeah, but the name Beagle may have come from the French term Beagle, which means, Miguel. I think. Which that means sounds like my friend Miguel. Miguel, Beagle. Miguel. <laughs> which means gape throat, referring to the dog's baying voice. They have a very specific howly kind of Ow. throaty bark. Yep. Oh, he didn't like the word throaty. No, I looked at Nick's when I did a raw, and I don't think that she Oh, she did it. not appreciate it. Um, the name may have also come from the dog's size, stemming from the French word bee. Bee? I've never seen a French word. B-E-I-G-H. <laughs> I did anyway. not expect that to come out of me, but it did. <laughs> uh, the old English word bigel or, pe- or bigili, or, or perhaps the Celtic word berg. <laughs> so sorry for butchering Hello? all of these pronunciations. Um, which all means small. Uh, he's also served as an excellent narcotics detection dog and makes a fine family companion. Oh, yeah. You do see them sometimes as like police dogs or yeah, like or in the, sniffing dogs. Yeah, in the airport. You're totally right. Good sniffer dogs. I didn't think of that until just now. So they're, they're a hound, as I said before, and they were first recognized by the AKC in 1885, which is actually not as long as I expected them to be around. Yeah, so they, I thought they were an older breed. 100 years, 150 years or so. Yeah, that's not very much at all. Um... Anyway, okay, I just, just need like, everyone to know. I just because we're recording this, I'm getting kisses from Nix right now. Okay, Nix is you. very licky today. Licky, licky, licky. She's so sweet. Sorry, um, a cat. back to dogs. <laughs> uh, the beagle is sweet and loving and gentle, happy to see everyone, greeting them with a wagging tail. Every beagle I've ever pet just yeah, has the so softest excited. ears I've ever felt in my life. So cute. Um, but also can be quite drooly from experience. Oh yeah, they are a little bit because <laughs> they've got their little floppy jowls. Um, they're sociable, brave, and intelligent. Highly intelligent. Need lots of stimulus and training and enrichment. Uh, the beagle is excellent with children, which is also another thing I associate beagles with. Yep, totally. Being a like family-friendly pet. For sure. My, I remember there was a girl whose house I went to as a kid. Yep. And oh, I was like, wow, out. you guys are like the perfect family. And they had a beagle. And I was like, yeah. wow. Like a, like a Ashley, like a, um, what was that book called? Alison Ashley. Oh, uh, yes. A bit of an Alison Ashley. Yes. A hundred percent. Is that an Australian book? It might be. Hating Alison Ashley? Yeah, I think it is. But there's a movie that's not... With starring Delta Goodrum. Oh, really? Yeah. What in the world? Sorry, I'm all about those segues away from dogs. So sorry about <laughs> it. Um, I bet you there's a dog in that movie, though. Well, yeah. you look that up. Yeah. Um, the beagle is, as I said, excellent with children and generally good with other dogs, but because of its hunting instincts, should not be trusted with non-canine pets unless socialised with cats and other household animals when young. It's an Australian novel. Ah, oh, true. Beagles have also Australian comedy film of their own. Sorry, okay, I'm done now. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They are determined and watchful and require patient, firm training. It is important you are this dog's pack leader and that you provide the proper amount of mental and physical exercise, including daily pack walks, to avoid separation and anxiety. Aw, cute. Babies, they need friends. 
Babies need friends. I love your songs. Sorry, I want I just to like, like edit all your songs together and I, I just love I think them. I watch too much Bob's Burgers because they just sing everything <laughs> on that show and Brilliant. it just makes me sing everything. Um, with enough exercise, beagles will be calm. You can also purchase animal scents and play tracking games with your beagle. Oh, to help that's satisfy cool. Instinct. That is a really good idea. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Do well, so long as it's not creepy. Like... Like with Here's a real some animal. raccoon fur. Like, yeah, let's, awful. Let's hide it. That's weird. But like, you know, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Uh, the beagle does not have a normal sounding bark. They like to talk about the bark, but rather a loud bay cry that almost sounds like a short howl. When bay cries. When bay cries. <laughs> <laughs> you know we when speak bay like cries. The youths. Is that is bay still a thing? I don't. I don't know. think it is. I don't think all. it's a thing anymore. B-A-E before anyone else. Yeah. We're young. We're hip. We're cool. Yo. Uh, Beagles are curious and have a tendency to follow their noses. If they pick up a scent, they may wander off and may not even hear you calling them back or care to listen as they will be too busy trying to find the critter at the other end. Take care when letting them off leash that you are in a safe area. Uh, Beagles that are allowed to be pack leaders over their humans can develop a varying degree of behavior issues, including but not limited to guarding, obsessive barking, Excuse me. Snapping, biting, and destructive behaviors when left alone. These are not beagle traits, but rather behaviors brought on by lack of leadership They're and eagle or traits. A weird. That was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> and or exercise from their humans. Uh, the behaviors can be corrected when the dog's instincts are met. So, you want to have a doggo that can can play track and is in secure fencing and gets lots of walks and spends lots of time with its family, and then it's his orgy. That's how you know you're ready for a beagle. Is that you feel up to spending lots of time yep. with them and being a Making good, responsible, yeah, good, responsible, loving pet owner. Um, beagles will do okay in an apartment if they get plenty of chances to be outdoors. They're very active indoors and a small yard will be sufficient as well. Uh, they live about 12 to 15 years. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Um, super easy to groom. Um, oh, this is interesting. The beagle's smooth, short head coat is easy to look after. Brush with a firm bristle brush and bathe with a mild soap only when necessary. Specific. Dry shampoo occasionally. Mm. I had no idea dogs had dry I shampoo. I wouldn't have thought it would be okay. I would have thought it's too many chemicals. It's probably not a spray. It's probably not like an aerosol spray, like a regular dry shampoo for a human. What would be, how is it dry then? Like a powder? Yeah, or just like a, well, that would be wet. That would be wet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what dry shampoo for dogs is. But please make sure it's for dogs. Don't just be spraying your <laughs> yeah. Batiste on them, you know? Oh, please. Um, no, not the Batiste blushing scent. Good grief. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Um, and Beagles are average shedders because they have short hair. Uh, yeah, they're just, you know what, guys? I say it every time, but they're just super cute. Yeah, I feel like you haven't done a breed yet where you've been like, well, that was the breed, even though it sucked. Even though it's awful and ugly. You're pretty much like, it was, that nah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're real precious. They're real soft looking dogs. They're so friendly. They're so intelligent. Um, they're so popular. So if you have pictures of your beagle, if you own a beagle, if you see a beagle on the street, I request that you snap a picture and then send it to us. It's very important. That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay, 12 tips. Let's go. Okay, 12 tips for? Pet-friendly decorating. Oh, what? Yep. Like home decor? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just about like that. if you're moving into a house and you're like, you want to get good stuff and you mm-hmm. want to do nice stuff, but you're like, I have a dog. Are they going to just like make this really gross? Mm. 
how do you do it? Love that. So it says, don't let your house go to the dogs and the cats. Uh, follow th- <laughs> Sorry, I needed to. Okay. Um, follow these tips and you can keep your floors, walls and furniture looking great. Love that. One, don't buy expensive rugs. <laughs> All right. I was in India once, got the hard sell on like $14,000 rug, me and 20 other like 20-year-old girls. And we were all like, no, we we cannot afford Wise. these rugs. Please, no. Yeah. Yes, you can use rugs. The trick is to buy inexpensive ones. Unlike carpet, rugs can be picked up and cleaned or thrown out. Mm-hmm. Sizzle and seagrass mats are a good choice because they provide an elegant neutral backdrop that will go with any decor. But they're durable enough to withstand pet traffic and they're cheap enough to toss when when they get grungy. Yeah. If disposable rugs strike you as an expensive way to keep your house chic, consider that it's cheaper to toss a $99 sizzle rug than it is to pay for the skin problems your Newfoundland mix will develop when you put her in the yard in July. So I assume this is American because July would be summer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, skip the wall-to-wall carpet. Carpet absorbs odors, mm-hmm. traps pet hairs, soaks up inevitable pet-related stains like a sponge. Um, and just if, generally, I hold a unbacked-up belief that carpet's not really great to have in your house anyway because it gets dusty and you rarely meh, clean it. Yeah, don't breathe that in. But that's just me (laughs) yeah um if you have to have carpet choose a low pile they're easy to clean when there's an accident avoid continuous loop carpet because a pet toenail can unravel (gasps) it by catching it in a loop oh that makes sense you know the carpet in our one room in our house that has carpet is that kind of oh my god i didn't even realize yeah Yeah. i didn't realize to keep an eye i don't know anything about carpet but yeah it's kind of unspooling at the edges yeah yeah try modular carpet tiles um if a dog um, peas or if there's cat vomit you can pull up the dirty tile and replace it with a new one so you can Ooh, get yeah. carpet that happens in tiles which is much cheaper than replacing the whole thing Yeah. Um, choose hard surface floors bare floors are the way to go but bare doesn't have to be boring painted mm-hmm. concrete is lovely and durable please be careful if you are a dancer or a child as are terrazzo and brick hardwood floors are simple to mop or vacuum and add a warm glow to a room but keep in mind that large dogs can scratch wood mm. if they get the zoomies you get the scratches. Yeah. The best floor is ceramic tile because it's easy to clean and resistant to stain. Any animal can dish out. Tile is toenail proof, makes a room look sleek and elegant, gives furry animals a cool place to nap during hot weather. Mm, cute. Um, don't decorate with breakable knickknacks. Oh, I mean, fair. <laughs> Fragile items and animals don't mix. One bat of a dog's tail or swat of a cat's paw will send your collection of Will George flamingo figurines. <gasps> no way. Scaring across the room like bowling pins. Our house is flamingo themed, yeah. if you didn't know. Because the first piece of furniture we ever brought or and also bought yeah, uh, was, was a flamingo ottoman. Yeah. Um, this person suggests displaying them in a fragile valuables in a china cabinet with glass panel doors. You can see them. Your pet's not going to get in there and break them. Isn't that a bit outdated in terms of decor? I would have thought so, but... If you really need your valuables on, if you've got something yeah. fancy, your trophies, I don't know. Something. Yeah, all right. Otherwise, <laughs> spend your decorating on framed prints, photos, and paintings out of reach of your pet. Nice. Um, match your carpet and upholstery to the fur colour. Oh, that's a bit clever. I never thought of this before. <laughs> your pet can be a source of inspiration when choosing colours <laughs> for your room. Cute. Paint a concrete floor the same shade of cat 
a sh- same shade of cat as your grey. <laughs> same shade of grey as your cat. Cover your sofa in a honey microfiber that matches your golden retriever. This isn't just an aesthetic shout out to your pet. It's also practical because the hair they leave behind will not be visible. That's really cute. Put a white floor in a house with a black lab and you're going to have black tumbleweeds everywhere. Oh, yeah. Our bathroom with my hair. <laughs> um... This woman, Julia, tells of a New York artist who painted a room in his Manhattan digs a brilliant shade of green inspired by his Amazon parrot. Huh. Yeah. Weird. And it makes the bird happier, apparently. Oh, cute. Painting walls white is a bad idea. Aesthetically and practically, a white wall goes grey in minutes around dogs and children. So, yeah, yeah try and be daring with your colours. Go somewhere something that they might be a bit more like. Um, set up an animal area near the entry. It's important to consider mm. your pet's lifestyle. If your dog goes outside, make sure they can come back in through an area that's super impervious. Um, they just finished a project where they converted a breakfast room into a little mud room for the two dogs so that they had a place where she could get dirt off them before they got in their proper house. I love that. I love the idea of a so mud room. A little, little, little entryway room. Yeah. Um, give your pet tidy, attractive treats and toys. Dogs adore pig ears and rawhide bones, but they're a bad idea. They're hideous, they're smelly, and they're as bad for your pet as they are for your floor, this person says. Pointing out that they're coated in nitrates and leave greasy stains on the floors and your furniture. Can't tell you how many times when I was a kid I found a pig here in the couch. Gross. Super gross. That's gross. Um, Important to give your dog something to chew on. They might go after a chair leg otherwise. So rubber toys like Kong, we've talked about heaps. Yeah. Um, All kinds of stuff like that can be better than greasy, dirty toys. Um, this one says use a semi-gloss wall paint. Oh. Even if your pet goes to the groomers regularly, he or she will still leave smudges on walls and door jams. A basset hound can sling drool across a room and onto a wall with the shake of his head. A parrot can fling all sorts of goo out of his cage and onto the wall. <laughs> so <laughs> flat finished paint is nearly impossible to clean. Try to wipe off a dirty spot. Some of the paint comes off as well, but semi-gloss is much easier to wipe down. Um th- on the same track, use stain-resistant fabrics. So forget about your silk or the pet hair magnet known as velvet. Discover the joys of oh. krypton or nearly indestructible synthetic fabric that's resistant to stain, smells, bacteria, and muddy pores. Oh, I love velvet, though. I do love velvet. Like, I like to I wear could, velvet. Yeah, me too. Or, like, silk is better. Also, just, like, so expensive. But, like, anything – like, silk or what's the fake silk? Satin. Satin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Heard it here first. Yep. Fake silk. I just want to be like slippery. Like if I had satin sheets, satin. You like pajamas. to like slide around. I, I don't. Want to be I like get a zappy seal. though. I feel like oh, whenever I wear satin pajamas, I get I like zap myself in my bed. It's terrible. <laughs> um, leather is a good choice. Easy to clean and durable. Most grades of leather will suffer only scratches, but the scratches add patina. I don't know uh, what that word means. As in like character. I think so. <laughs> Um, if you see a sad irony in buying a sofa made from an animal for your animal, try pleather. Cruelty-free, relatively inexpensive, and timeless appeal. And a great word to say, pleather. pleather. But don't wear pleather because that's really weird. <laughs> Put washable fabrics on your bed. As opposed to unwashable fabrics? As opposed to, yeah, I, truly I don't know. <laughs> then the next sentence just <laughs> says, cats bath a lot. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Protect your mattress from from the inevitable by covering it with a thick pad. Use cotton bed sheets in a medium color or a pattern that can hide pet hair and stains between washings. Please wash your sheets. Oh, weird. 
Here's a reminder to wash your sheets. Yeah. Vacuum regularly, y'all. You, Everybody in the world needs to hear this. You probably <laughs> need to vacuum. Even if you match your shades to your Siamese so perfectly the hairballs are barely visible, vacuum Kitty's hair off the furniture at least twice a week. Or Doggo's hair. Or Doggo's hair. This, sorry, no. this is just a pet. Yeah article yeah it's doggo specific also though you may need to vacuum daily if your pet is shedding mm. pet hair has an odor and it contains an oil that will attract dirt to the fabric on which on which it sits so a dice there's actually a dyson in particular called a dc14 animal um which is named for its ability to suck up animal hair that's impressive so if good you job. can afford a dyson yeah good marketing dyson go get that one <laughs> yeah specific also, bathe and groom your pet often. So if you keep your pet clean, your house is going to stay clean yeah. much longer. It'll smell better. And that's the end. Oh, good tips. Thank you. I came across it accidentally. I Googled how to decorate your dog and this came up. I love that. <laughs> uh, weird. I love that you searched that as well. Well, I was I was thinking more like Halloween, like costumes and decorating dogs without decorate hurting your them. Dog. But I, this came up instead, which was 12, pet, 12 tips for pet friendly decorating. That's so, so good. I went with it. If anyone out there listening has aesthetically shouted out their pet in their decorating, in their home decorating, please let us know. I just so want to see that. My mum and dad's couch is very similar to Zola's colours. That's true. They have like a a dark couch with like white and brown cushions. Yeah. That's, well, cute. (laughs) Find us on our socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. (laughs) You can see me eating a chip. It's at Floof and Papa. F double oh stuffed it don't listen to that f-l-o-o-f-p-u-p-p-e-r go check us out and thank you to that's not canon for hosting us once again thank you thank you thank you that's it thanks for tuning in guys as always book book goodbye book book goodbye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.